Football. Welcome in. It is August 22nd, and we have quite the episode for you tonight. Tonight, I am joined in person for the first time ever by my great co-host, Mr. Spencer. Jack, uh, it's great to be at your house in the back porch. How are you doing right now? I'm doing great. I'm fired up after seeing all these amazing Republican candidates for the 2024 presidential election. Um, we have some pizza in our stomach, some apparently DMV beers, even though I thought they were from Pittsburgh. They are from Pittsburgh. Yingling lagers. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm excited to have it. And I'm even more excited to have my current roommate and our special guest for this episode, the first of the season, Mr. Riley Metcalf. Yes, it's great to be here, fellas. Uh, another year, another year of glory for really everyone except for Conrad. So hmm. it's going to be lovely. Curious. I'm just uh, happy to chime in, you know. Metcalf, you were also our first guest last year. Um, you were colloquially referred to as the third pod host. Um, I, I do have to ask, um, you know, your boys outperformed expectations last year. Um, a see- lot of a lot of persecution on Me- on Metcalf from the pods. Angle. There was a lot of persecution. <laughs> you saw it through. Uh, I believe you were the sixth seed. You snuck into the playoffs and you beat the overpowered Telford. You knocked him out in the first round. Um, so I guess uh, you feel like you've been on that steady incline. What's what is the what would you consider to be a success this year for your boys? Uh, definitely another top four finish. Okay. Um, Not a championship. I mean, the goal is always championship, but I've never even gotten to the game. So uh, we like to start small and build our way up here. Um, the thing about my team is it's not really built for week one. It's built for week five. Ooh, the classic uh, fallacy. And, uh, and the playoffs. So The last four the goal, games matter just as much as the back four. You know, I, I'm sure. But the idea is that I can survive the weeks and then still get into the playoffs and have the best playoffs. I want you That's to ex- the goal. Riley, I want you to expand on that thought. So, I mean, obviously, I made the controversial pick to take Alvin Kamara. <laughs> when you could have probably got him in the fourth round. Uh, but, but I could because Patrick Mahomes. The streets are saying that Telford My worry was, was that he wouldn't he be there be in the fifth. I, I, I was hoping to give him the fourth, but obviously with my keeper, I couldn't take a fourth rounder. So I took him in the third. And uh, he suspended, obviously, the first three games. So the idea is when he comes back, I have just three absolute blue chip running backs. It's a bit of a gamble that he'll return to uh, you know, previous form. But uh, if he does, and then all of a sudden i got three blue cow uh, running backs, uh, it's either a great trade uh, opportunity or I could just be, you know, running through teams. So that's the mm. idea. That's the goal. Um, you know, it's a risk, but... Um, you know, you got to take risks to win the whole thing. So I think it's probably – I don't think there's ever been a draft where Metcalf doesn't take a top three round pick that I strongly disagree with. So <laughs> the great tradition continues. Guys, we just – as Jack mentioned, we just finished watching the Republican debate. This is a sports podcast, not a political podcast. But people like Mr. Spencer especially make no secret about their political views for the views that you do have. Um, 
guys, what, what did you see? What did you like? Um, I'll share my thoughts, but um, Jack, I'll start with you. I know you had a lot of beef with uh, Vivek. Apparently, DeSantis has no beef with Pence, so that was good to hear. Um, who, uh, let me ask you this. Who would you be most scared of if they were running against Biden? Even if, like, putting aside the reality of who's going to run against Biden, which we all know is going to be Trump, unless he's literally barred from running for president or he dies. Who would you be most scared of would beat Biden in 2024 of those guys on the stage? Or um, probably Pence. I feel like he could rally some. I mean, the issue is always uh, January 6, 2021. You know, a lot of people were going in there looking to lynch him. Um, if mm. not him, then I think Vivek is weird enough and kind of out there enough to challenge him. Um, <laughs> just... I'm more scared of having to watch him debate anymore. It's really unpleasant. I know you and Will think that the average Democrat is scared of Chris Christie, but... Well, let me chime in here. I think that Chris Christie is not actually an electoral threat. I think he has no avenue in the modern political landscape. I just think that he has a chance to maybe win over some... uh, former Republican dads that went over for Brandon. and uh, But that's not a real concern of mine. I don't think he stands a chance. Uh, Metcalf, I'll pose the same question to you. Who would you be most... Well, I know you don't really identify with any political party, but... Riley, from, don't vote. From what you've seen, <laughs> who on that stage you think would be most likely to unseat the commander-in-chief? Uh, well, first, let me just address uh, Jack's allegations. I don't vote if I don't like either candidate. I've mm. voted in things. I voted on like the abortion thing. I voted in the Kansas primaries. So I have voted before. Big Sharice guy. I did vote for Sharice, yes. Um, just put that in the, into the world. Um, I would say I'm probably most scared of Pence just because he is the most put together, I would say. Even if, his, if he, he's a little radical, what he says is very like monotone and like he like has, has it all going on. I, I think what you guys are saying is very valid. I remember everyone's kind of take during the Trump years was, yeah, I mean, I hate Trump. But Pence would be more dangerous if he was president right now when he had those majorities. Um, I do think that the party's kind of disorganized and very poorly run because it's all Trump has been draining the blood life of it. Um, And just in general, I feel like what we saw tonight, I mean, guys, these candidates, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, um, the fillers, I mean, these people have been talked about by Republicans as, I mean, legitimate contenders one day. They're going to dominate. Even as early as 2024, they're going to dominate. But you see what a party that is completely being drained by one unpopular person does. These people's stardom is being burned out right now. They, they can't take an angle. You can't be against Trump and you can't be for, fully for Trump because you're literally running against him. So yeah. to be honest with you, um, I've, I've, I've been on, I'll be on record. I'll say this on the pod. I do think that the election is basically predetermined right now. I think that um, you're silly if you don't think Biden's going to win the Democratic nomination. And um, again, barring Trump being literally legally barred from running for president, I don't see him winning, losing the Republican nomination. And in a Trump versus Biden rematch, um, I'll take Biden on that any day of the week uh, as far as his Biden's, un- Biden's unpopularity. He's still more popular than Trump. Um, all things considered, though, not too many special moments tonight. Um, oh. Vivek, we all learned Vivek, he's quite the Kalen Youngmeyer type He's horrible, yeah, that is Kalen Monk yeah, yeah, yeah. That is Kalen Youngmeyer Personified <laughs> What did you think I was 
Uh, Nick, have any closing thoughts on the RNC? Yeah, I'm just imagining like Frankie skipping through this episode so far. Like, damn, seven minutes and we're still talking politics. So uh, that's what I'm. That's my thoughts. Well, Frankie's coming to DC in a couple of weeks, so he actually cares about. He he gives a damn. Is he staying with you? He's staying with us. Yes, uh. he's staying with both of us. We're split custody, I think. Um, Very cool. Speaking of Frankie, he was a linchpin to last weekend, boys. We all went to the Brozarks. Um, I think that. Uh, it was arguably the peak of the league so far, which is great because Hundo P. We're only it's only going up from here. You know, we talked about Jack and I talked all year last year during the pod that the stakes have been raised for this league going forward, and that's not just money. It's or it's not even like competition. It's commitment. How, yeah, it's, it's commitment. commitment. That's it's what really, it is. Yeah, you don't want to be the one guy. Like we had twelve people show up. Like excited we didn't like we there was no person who didn't show no up was dragging like, their feet yeah you didn't have to convince someone to not to come it was a beautiful scene to have everyone there and i think that feeling that sentiment just continued to grow as the weekend went on i don't think oh, yeah. anyone regretted their decision to come that weekend um you know a lot of a lot of nice memories were formed i think it was a good tradition i know a lot of people were skeptical about a uh in-person draft especially in a destination coming from last august but mm. i'm very excited for what the future holds we're doing vegas next year we're, next year will be our 10-year anniversary um mr metcalf uh you really popped off at the bros arcs you, you collected <laughs> a lot of money as the as the house when you were dealing um i thought the combine was a good time um uh, there were some moments. I fell during the 40. Metcalf flipped during the kayak race. Tamki scored lower than Dishi on the winter lick. I failed during the SIG race by almost a minute. That I still don't understand what happened there, Jack. Can you take me through why you got last place by more than a minute? Okay, so I think what happened is that my strategy was to just quickly inhale and exhale. And then I did that for, like, probably the first minute and a half. But what I should have done was just take, like, really, really long drags and then just say, fuck it. So you think you just had the worst strategy? Yeah, I committed to that strategy the entire time. Mm. Which was, I kind of, yeah. But what? Uh, we'll manage. I have uh, inside intel that you engaged in a cig race in the year 2019, I believe. Late, early 2019. It would be 2018. Well, I thought you didn't pledge until 2019. No, I pledged fall of 2018, our, our freshman year. Oh, well. I might have some false intel. Anyway, my intel tells me that you've placed first place in that cigarette. I did, that's correct. But there have been some differences now as far as your lung capacity goes. Is that correct? I mean, I thought you didn't want to have this kind of talk on the pod. So oh, well, we're just talking about six, right? Now. Oh, I see. Yeah, you know, I just uh, I didn't have my best showing. What can I say? That's fair. Um, uh, not worried about it. Not R- worried about Riley it? Riley was talking a big game pre- Sig race about really? his performance, um, especially, you know, he's been practicing a lot on our back deck, which we currently reside on. Practicing. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's one word for it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I in general, I, I really wouldn't have changed pretty much anything about how we did Brozarks. Um, I'm still amazed how cheap it was, all things considered. Um, I feel like everyone really pulled their own weight and then some, and I, I was I was so impressed by everyone. I I really think that uh, we got twelve guys, and uh, I think that it feels like it feels like every week's gonna be rivalry week going forward. So that's that's gonna be fire. But um, the main reason we're with you tonight is because 
at the Bros Arcs, we held a draft uh, following the Combine. And I know that we've already heard what the algorithm has to say. We've seen the ESPN standings. But Jack and I, Jack, I believe you you also just kind of looked at the rosters, right, without checking anything else? I went quick. Um, I forgot we were doing the power rankings tonight. Um, so I am more than confident. But my... you just eye- you eyeballed it. You didn't base it on anything else, right? Just what, what your opinions on it was. It was a vibe check of the league. It was a vibe check. Okay, yeah, I, not... I also, I'll say, I even though I have a vague memory where people generally placed, I went through each roster and I ordered them just what I think. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of trades. This is not where I think teams are going to finish. This is simply where how good each team is, I would say, going forward. So unlike last year where Jack and I made a consensus power ranking and spent time on each team, we're going to do it a little bit different this year. Um, Jack and I actually do not know who each of our top 12 is. We both made a respective top 12. Mr. Metcalf did not make a top 12, um, but he will be opining on our position. So we'll each, we'll, we'll each get on each of your teams. Um, for instance, if one of us has, I don't know, Torty at 11 and the other person has Torty at 8, we'll talk about Torty respectively when he comes up. So, yeah, Jack, without further ado, I, again, I, I don't know who you have at 12, but I know who I got at 12. Um, would you like to share that with us? Are we... Are yep. we doing a okay at number twelve? I have. I feel bad to say this, but I have Declan Shea at number twelve. I also have Declan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Declan. Quickly, please don't turn off the yeah, pod. Right, right, please please get interject and say I. I thought it was going to be me, so this is a dub already for me. Nah, Metcalf. but oh, Mr. Metcalf, you're sooner rather than later, right? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let me just say that. I'll say that as well. And again, Jack and I have not consulted on this. Um, I like this camaraderie from Jack. Jack, would you like to start uh, on your your takes on Declan? Because because I, I have some thoughts. Um, there, the biggest one is going to come down to be Jonathan Taylor. That is the ultimate swing for the fence going back on talent. I personally would not have touched Jonathan Taylor with a 12 foot pole. I don't think anyone could currently do that as he has been trying to make deals throughout the league. Um, I mean, the biggest issue right now, I was talking about it with Riley is going to be this contract. Um, are you paying him for a one-year – are you doing a one-year rental? Or are you trying to get a full deal? There's a lot of considerations. We don't know where he's going to end. It could be great if he ends up on a very, very fine team, like potentially the Rams or the Eagles. It could be We're going to be learning soon. beneficial. He's, the Colts have let him know today. I don't know if you saw this. He has until Tuesday. We're recording right now on Wednesday, so he has about a week – to find a trade suitor. So they're kind of putting the power in his hands. So, yeah, I think that for Declan, other than him getting injured, the worst-case scenario is him having to play for the Colts. That is just... Oh, 100%. That is just not going to be a good scenario. Um, yeah, I actually... I wasn't thinking too much about the Jonathan Taylor one. That's a good one to bring up. I think what I'm more concerned about is... Well, I guess that ties into the Jonathan Taylor thing. Um, there's, there is no running back here that I look at and I'm like, oh, you're set at running back. I... I know that we have some boys here who are big on Bijan. Um, I personally think that he's probably worth probably the late first, uh, sorry, the late first, early second round pick. However, he is still a question mark. You never know how rookies go. I believe Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, his rookie year was taken in the late first round because of the situation. We know Bijan's more of a talent selection. Um, however, that's, it's a huge question mark. And if you're going to have a question mark, the rest of your team needs to be solid. But all I see on this team are a bunch of other question marks. I see Kyle Pitts. 
oh. at tight end. Oh, yeah. I see Jerry uh, Judy at wide receiver, too. Um, Mr. Metcalf has some things to weigh in here. Dude, but I, I see Amari Cooper at wide receiver one. I mean, I mean, he's going on a lot of guys like Russell Wilson, Jonathan Taylor, uh, <laughs> Jamison Williams, who's still suspended, uh, Sky Moore, uh, Jordan Addison, a lot of guys that there's uh, Christian Kirk with the new guy in town. Uh, the, the most established two guys on his team, for my money, are Trevor Lawrence and Amari Cooper. Uh, I think Amari Cooper is Declan's best pick. He got him in the third round, and I think that he's going to be a good good piece for Declan. And T-Law obviously was a good value at 13, but, um, you know, I don't think anything particularly wildly special about any of them. And then, of course, right now he's starting a free agent as his running back. So, Mr. Metcalf, <laughs> do you have any disagreements here? Uh, well, first of all, uh, let's say just his running backs are a pretty boomer bust in my opinion, and who am I to say what will happen? So I don't even have a criticism there. Um, I would like to, like to zig where you guys are zagging here on Kyle mm. Pitts. I kind of love it. I mean, at a certain point for Kyle Pitts, it's put up or shut up, and I think this is kind of the year. And, uh, you know, it, he may not, but he may pop off because he always has that talent as a reason for top five picks. So I don't hate that. I also don't hate Amari Cooper. I think Deshaun Watson's going to be better this year, and he's probably their clear number one. Um, so I, I still don't love this team, but I don't hate it as much as you guys do. But Metcalf, when you've lost two Sackos in a row, and yes, we always say you play fantasy to win, not to not lose. But when you're Declan, you got to start asking yourself, am I ready to be at a Waffle House for 24 hours? Am I really okay with taking, rolling all these dice? Um, this team is full of dice rolls. And I, <laughs> I, I, Declan is kind of a, he trades a lot. Some of the trades hit, some of them don't. I wouldn't say any trades have hit it <laughs> in the past two years. Uh, He's still got that Boston Celtics 1950s ring. Um, but I am concerned about this team. I am concerned about Declan's uh, health in many regards. Uh, <laughs> but all things considered, Dichet, this league needs a good Dichet team. I hope you find a way to make this work. I'll move on to my number 11 team. I have Mr. Metcalf at number 11. I have William Tamke. Ooh. And number 11. So, again, Jack and I will spend a little bit of time on each of our picks. And when Jack brings up Metcalf, he can talk more about that. When Will brings, when I bring up Will, I'll talk more about that. I'll start. I'll just talk about Metcalf for a bit. And I'll, of course, give Metcalf a chance to respond. The Clown Show. Rolling into this year. Now, great name. Great name. I'll start by saying what I like about this team. I think that despite the fact that Metcalf technically... Well, I don't think you technically had the first QB off the board. You had the QB one in fantasy, but you didn't have to spend the kind of ADP that you would have had to. Obviously, that's great. Um, Josh Jacobs as a RB2 behind Saquon Barkley. That's a very good R- RB room. That's I, not bad. Yeah. That's not and, bad. And, you, you, you know, like, you, you, have, you have that killer combo. You have the guys <laughs> that in the year 2019 were the three best running backs in fantasy. Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, and Ezekiel Elliott. Now, this is where I want to start talking about some issues I have with that. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott and Alvin Kamara. <laughs> I've been an Alvin Kamara guy for years. I've been following him on Twitter and Instagram since 2017. That's I, hard, bro. I love that guy. <laughs> he, reps, he reps NOLA. Even though he's, he went to Hutchinson Community College where I spent many a space camp summers. Um, All right. <laughs> I, love, I love Alvin Kamara. Um, not only do I think he was going too high in normal drafts, Metcalf bid on him early again. I know Metcalf big is in a unique reach, situation, big old reach. But, and you get the guy you want, but that was such a reach for me that you got to go for someone else there. Um, I, I know that you're already flush with talent at running back, so it's not too much of a risk necessarily. Um, however, again, you're using your number three overall pick on that, 
And what has that created? It's created a weak wide receiver room. I think you have the worst flex in the league with Adam Thielen, who is a corpse of himself. Again, I know that you believe your boys will get better as time goes on. However, nothing's more important in fantasy than how you start. Because um, how you finish is going to be a much different roster from what you drafted. Um, Dalton Kincaid, I think, is probably one of the worst tight ends on any starting roster. Um, your bench in general really doesn't move me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that Mescaf won't start throwing fisticuffs at me. Uh, he is sitting an inch away from me. But uh, in general, you have the best quarterback and you arguably have the best running back room. But I would say everything else, and I guess this is Fantasy Pro's influence, everything else is the worst in the league. Metcalf, how would you respond? <laughs> um, well, first of all, I, I've already explained the running back thing, so that's whatever. I'll go into the receivers then. Mm. Uh, you can pick Defend my decisions on and those. Um, I went purely for upside on the receivers. I think that Ayuk and Pickens could both end up pacing their team in every statistical category receiving-wise. It's unlikely with Deontay Johnson and with um, Debo Samuel, but mm, it's CMC a possibility. I said receiving, not, not running. Well, George Kittle gets a lot of receptions. Okay. Well, so he's, more, he's more of a blocker, but whatever. Okay. Um, the point okay. is, the point is, I went for guys that, like, in all likelihood, sure, they'll probably end up with, like, 850 yards and five touchdowns. But there's, a the chance, ideal there's a chance you, either right. of them could, like, absolutely go off for 1,200 yards. And I fully believe that. It may not happen, but it's I took shots on that, and I'm willing to, to die on that hill. Uh, the Zeke thing, that's just so I can trade with Joe right later. That's not even really <laughs> a, a player I ever expected to start. And then the Thielen thing is this. It's, again, it's just pure upside. He's the one vet in the room. He's also, like, very proven. He's had a lot of good years. He had a couple down years. But how much that was just the fact that Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in football. With a rookie quarterback, I always feel like they go for the vets because they can trust them more. So that's what I was thinking. Again, he's just an early plug until Kamara's my flex. But uh, that's where I'm at with that. Plus, I also think that I got guys on here like Tony who, like, could, if he actually stays healthy and is this weapon the Chiefs have, like, he could be electric. He might not be. Same with Zay Flowers. Like, that's just kind of where I'm at with it. I went with all upside because I'm so tired of getting, like, sixth place in this league or seventh place in this league. So I was like, I'm either going to win it this year or lose it this year. I don't really care, but I'm, I'm going to do one of them. That all makes right. sense. That makes sense. I think you'll be closer to losing, but, you know, I guess we'll you see. You can talk about that. That's fine. Jack scored the, like, lowest points in the league <laughs> last year, and he still looks like he won something. So just remember that. Jack, why don't you tell us why you're so low on Tamki this year? Um, I think I'm low on Tamki just because of – a couple of his picks. I don't like Tua this year. I think Keenan Allen is going to get be out for the season by week, like, three. I mean, it's just been how it's going. Darren Waller is going to be potentially good. I don't know. I also just really don't like his bench. I mean, taking That's two... That's a classic, yeah. Taking two players just for the hell of it. Like, those are... Hey, bro, Lapis is his guy. Those are important <laughs> picks, man. Like, Daniel Jones, not a huge believer. Traylon Burks is injured. James Cook, who knows, you know. James I, Cook's probably Will's only starting piece on his bench. Yeah, I and mean... he's pretty bad. The biggest thing for me is Tua. I would say in this league, I definitely overrate quarterbacks, but... In our league, you're saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Damien Pierce, he's my boy, but, you know, round four is still a little bit of a reach on him, in my opinion. We have a plane passing by on this beautiful Westport night. These boys live pretty far north, I'll say that. <laughs> Uh, I do like Drake London in the flex, though. I will say it's, like, not inconsistent, but not very consistently good. Um, it really just comes down to whether or not Christian McCaffrey will perform as the number two overall pick. As we all know, how you evaluate Tamke's team is the most important evaluation tonight, because 
what you see is what you're gonna get all year. Oh yeah. I mean, not CMC's, a lot of blood guys. Pretty C- much the opposite of Riley. CMC's not going anywhere. Devontae's not going anywhere. I could see him trading one of these guys and dropping like I could see him dropping Darren Waller after like one week. So honestly, it's probably gonna be the same team. Um, yeah, he keeps the Lavia spot for the hell of it. Um, I yeah, I Jack, I'm I'm not too far from you on on, on Tampke. I'll I'll say that for now. <laughs> Metcalf, you have any thoughts before we move on? Yeah, just a couple. Uh, I don't have a lot of thoughts on Tampke. There's just a lot of guys that like were were really good. If they'll be good again, great. Who knows? Like Devontae Adams, new quarterback. He now always gets hurt. You know, stuff like that. Um, I would say my one hot take is that. Tampa had the worst pick in the draft with Josh Dobbs. I think that was the worst. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's not a very oh, hot take. There were good. Pl- I mean, I you can get them. I I currently drop my defense and kicker for d- more players. That's true. Because, but Josh Dobbs is gonna be on Will's team till like yeah, week six. Yeah, Josh when Dobbs he needs and drop. Latavius. You got to get rid of those. There's still value on the waiver. They're not useless picks. Jack, who do you have at number ten? I've Riley Metcalf. <laughs> um, oh, Riley Smiley. I think a lot of the things have already been said. Um, I'm very comfortable with that ranking as of right now. Um, definitely room to change. Brandon Ayuk is a stellar talent. I would say the exact same thing about George Pickens and Dalton Kincaid. But again, I am of the firm belief that having like a top 12 wide receiver season is a huge part of winning your league. Um, you got to put yourself in the position to do so. And, you know, there's always going to be question marks at running back. I think Josh Jacobs in the second, right? You drafted him in the yeah. second? I think that's by no means a bad pick, but he is currently holding out and not stepping on the field for the Raiders. So it's really going to depend on how that goes. Um, I think Adam Zerline's washed, but... Well, Adam Zerline's not a player. Or Adam Thielen's washed. Adam (laughs) Zerline. But he has the number one quarterback, so I think there's a lot of room to move from there. At my oh well, you could like well say anything just more. real quick, I've defended enough of it, but real quick, I forgot about this because Jack brought up again the Dalton Kincaid thing. Oh um, yeah, that's a pure um, upside upside pick because I think that he's gonna actually just play receiver a lot, like with Knox on the field at the same time, and the man is an absolute menace as a receiver, like he's a r- ridiculous athlete. So it's a potential move. And I'm also gonna fill the air right now while Conrad looks stupidly and doesn't know what he's doing. Um, all right, well, I guess I don't know what Jack wants right now, but I'll say my number 10. I'll be interested to see how far apart I am with Jack on this one because I feel like I remember these being pretty close with the next couple I have above him. But my number 10, I settled with Noswad at number 10. Um, now, we were both low on Noswad last year, and Noswad finished number one overall. ESPN was low on Noswad last year, and Noswad finished number one overall. Fantasy Pros gave Nasa one of the worst draft rankings I've ever seen last year. And Nasa <laughs> number one overall. Now, by, by consistently of, trade rating. Of course. Of course. If he kept that same roster, he probably would have finished near the bottom. Yeah, but Michael Thomas in the third was able uh, to get Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. Which is why which uh. is why I want to I want to again restate this is not how I predict will end. In fact, Nasad is one of the four guys in our league that I think is for sure not going to get last place this year. Um, however, as it stands right now, there's one simple reason why I have Noswad in 10th, and it's the only real weakness of his team, um, except his bench is a little soft too, uh, it's the running back room. He's got the worst running back room in the league. Uh, and I know Jack doesn't agree with that because Jack likes Jameer Gibbs, but Noswad's got Jameer Gibbs at RB1, a rookie, 
J.K. Dobbins at RB2, whose ACLs made out of spaghetti. Um, his RB3 is DeAndre Swift, who may or may not still exist on an NFL roster. His RB4 is A.J. Dillon, who is literally just a vulture and you cannot start any week. And then, you know, Cordell Patterson, I'm not going to fight you on that. That's like a 15th round pick, but obviously he's not going to be relevant. Um, yeah, guys, um, the fact is uh, this is probably a roster that will put up some points the first few weeks. Um, and hopefully he'll be able to get some trades off after then. And believe me, he's got high ceilings. He's got Stefan and Waddle and Fields. That's like a Joe Russell situation Joe had last year when Joe had Tyreek and... Uh, uh, he had Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, Tyreek, and Jalen Hurts at QB. And then and he with, also had Eckler. No, he traded He traded Chase for Eckler, so he never had them at the same time. Oh, But yeah. point being... He, like, had, he had the power three. He had those insane, that insane upside. And I see that. I think Noswad's my, my choice this year. Arguably the best wide receiver room. But... Running back, it may be the least important position in football, but it's the most important in fantasy. And no matter how off people are on running backs from last year, the fact remains that uh, healthy RBs who have the backfield to themselves or in a good situation are very scarce. And uh, people may believe that, um, and Metcalf has a, probably has a trade partner uh, eventually. Um, but all things considered, I think the best running back on Nofwad's team is Justin Fields. Oh, and fact. I am overall... Um, again, I'm scared by it in some ways, but I think that the floor is pretty low with his team. Again, I think he's a good enough manager where he's not going to finish last. But if this was an untouched, if you gave this roster to half the league, I could see them finish getting the Sacco. Um, now, Metcalf, I don't know if you have any, <laughs> if any thoughts to share on that right now. Uh, I think Dawson's team is pretty average up and down. My only thing is I think he's just gambling a lot on Justin Fields. Ooh, like, he had yeah. one good year last year, and really that was just a stretch. So... If he does it again, like, yeah, it's an elite talent, but it, it's a gamble in my opinion. More than he's letting on. He thinks it's a sure thing. Yeah. I am uh, more than happy to talk about Dawson's team when we get to his. But okay. Justin Fields will be definitely mentioned. Um, um, who I have at my uh, next team would be – At number nine. Joe Russell. Okay. Might be a hot okay take. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, I just – don't see it for certain reasons. I mean, Travis Etienne and Alexander Madison, that's, like, not a great RB room. I don't like it yeah, at all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Cooper Cup and Devontae Smith is excellent. If And DJ Moore. That's probably, if we're going top three, I would say top, debatably top three wide receiver room in the league. I mean, we'll have, I'm sure we'll have some opinions once we get to... He's got Deontay Johnson at four, too, which is good. Yeah. If we're looking at top two, you know, you might not view it that way, but, you know, that's up to you. Um, Jalen Hurts, excellent player. I don't think we need to say more about Jalen Hurts. Um, my biggest question, the reason he's not ranked higher and arguably number one in the league is because of those two running backs right there. Uh, they're relatively high picks. I'm pretty sure they were both in the third and fifth rounds, I want to say. Possibly... Possibly, yeah, no, I'm possibly third and fourth. Um, not that they're bad talents by any means, but there's definitely a lot of questions. A lot not, of questions. There's not a day one bell cow. Yep. Um, I think both of those teams like to do, I would say in the Jaguars' uh, respect, they're not necessarily a bell cow team. Um, and then I would say for the Vikings, there's a lot of other weapons on that 
offense, you know? Do you really want to take the ball out of the hands of Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, or TJ Hawkinson? I mean, it's the or same Captain with- Kirk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, a um, lot of potential, though. I do like the team. I wouldn't be mad at it. I think okay. I will. I will say all the teams are relatively even. Just in general, this is this is by far more year. even than last year. It's was. a very I'll say tight that year. For sure. Very yeah. tight year. Declan is still last, though. I will say. I'll say my <laughs> thoughts on Joe when I get to him. But Metcalf, do you have any thoughts to add there? Uh, Jack pretty much summed it up. Uh, I just said I love DJ Moore. I think that was a great pickup. That's like, a he's fantastic absolutely pick. Explode this week. Yeah, I uh, don't feel bad about that at all. At my number nine, I have Jack's number ten. I have Will Tamke, so we're pretty close so far. Um, do you have anything to add yeah, I don't from have too, my previous analyses? I don't have too much to add, and obviously I don't want to take up too much of our viewers' time because uh, I think I think we – obviously when you're talking about a fantasy team, um, unless you have some hot takes of some players, the strengths and the weaknesses are going to be similar. It's just a question of what you see, who has the bigger strengths or the bigger weaknesses. Yeah, we spent enough time on Will's team. Um, I think – I will say, though – um, you could definitely make the argument, and part of this was the fact that he'd finished well in the combine and had the best keeper, well, the number one overall pick as his keeper, well, arguably with you, also the number one overall pick as your keeper. I but, think Justin Jefferson's currently the 101. But CMC and Devontae Adams, arguably the best first and second players off the board. Um, I kind of, I don't know if I'm, this is the only league I've drafted in so far, and I kind of feel like I want Devontae Adams, but I'm a little scared of that without his Fresno quarterback thrown to him or Aaron Rodgers thrown to him. You have, you have Mr. Handsome going to him. I could kind of see that not going too well. He's getting up there in age. Yeah, uh, Will's team is it's uh, it's it's below the pack. I'll say that it's below the pack. I personally, I mean, I was going to take Devontae if Will took Garrett Wilson there. I had a feeling that Tam or that uh, Anthony Cameron would do what he did. I, th- I mean, there's potential, but I also know Will plays to not lose and necessarily yeah. win. I mean, yeah. to, win this le- to win this league, you have to make. You know, trades. you know what's really messed up is that Will is like just right inside this house right now. Oh, he's probably thinking Andrew. about thinking about all of his friends and how much we like him. Um, we do like Will. We do like we, Will. We do, a lot. do love Will. Um, my number eight, Jack, is your number nine. Still staying close. Mr. I Russell. didn't say my eight. Yeah, this is about. Well, you said you're nine. Oh, yeah. So I'm sorry. Sure oh, sorry. Yeah. My continue. my eight is Joe. Um, and I said I'd save it for a bit. Um, yeah, Jalen Hurts. I think easily could finish QB one in fantasy. So I like that keeper, Cooper Cup. People forget just how high his ceiling was. Not only did he have the greatest fantasy wide receiver season ever two years ago, but he was a wide receiver one before he got out for the season last year, even on the struggling Rams. So I don't hate those picks. Again, for me, it's coming down to these running backs. Etienne and Madison. You see the projected. If you're a guy like uh, Zach Telford, you look at the points projected. You're like, oh, they're both projected for 13 right now. There are some issues going on there. For one, Alexander Madison, he, was, he has never at any point in his entire football career, maybe in Pop Warner, maybe then he was a bell cow running back. He's never, Man, these are some allegations. He has <laughs> never been a bell cow running back in his entire career. And... The fact is, he was one of the most talented handcuffs behind Dalvin Cook last year. So when Dalvin Cook got cut by the Vikings, people assumed that Madison was in a great situation. The fact is that not only is he arguably the third or fourth best offensive weapon on that team, but Dalvin Cook lived off of his talent and his bell cow ability to be able to break those 80-yard runs. We really never saw Madison do that. Why Madison put up those big weeks, if you go back, it usually was vulturing 
and just generally splitting snaps with Cook. I don't know if he has the durability to be able to be the bell cow. I don't even know if the Vikings are going to let him be the bell cow. They might just decide, okay, we're going to split him with someone else. But all things considered, you are not just getting a Dalvin Cook downgrade. You're getting a completely different running back here. And I think that he's going to be very underwhelming. Etienne, you think he's going to be this great, you know, your ideal. Uh, well, he's a third year, I think, now because he got injured his rookie year, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. You think that's the ideal situation to be in, but the the Jaguars drafted their rookie, and they are certainly they're, they're a great offensive team, and some people are very high in Etienne this year, but he is an absolute do not draft him this year because I really think that fantasy owners are going to be really frustrated with him this year when they see that he is not being used as a as a premier bell cow running back. So yeah, um, Jack kind of touched on it, but my big issue with Joe is just. Two running backs that I wanted to avoid. Maybe it's personal preference. It's just how I analyze the draft. But two running backs that I was for sure going to avoid um, in all my drafts this year. I I mean, I agree. I was looking at Etienne. I don't necessarily disagree with that. It really just... I think he has the talent, for sure. Madison, I was definitely looking to avoid. Um, my eighth, uh, Conrad, is actually... It's your. It's you. Oh, that's a bad pick. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a homer okay. response. Conrad, before we start, I will say pretty much every team except a couple, in my opinion, are relatively even. This is just like if you got to pick, if you got to pick. Okay. I think this is very much subject to change. Last year, we kind of hit the nail on the head. Honestly, we kind. Well, I think we had good vibes. Where we were where were my boys uh, ranked last year? Uh, I don't recall. Uh, was it low? That's probably low. <laughs> we don't have a lot of. Where we don't they, put a lot of faith they, where in Where did they finish? Nassau will tell you that he finished first. Well, he finished first in the standings after finishing twelfth. So you got to discard that aspect. But John, I'll be quick. Go on, please. <laughs> please. I'll be quick. Um, I just want to give my takes about your team. Um, you easily would have been like fourth if not for the Terry McLaurin injury last night. Uh, you mean the toe injury that he's going to be back for? That's how tight these rankings are for okay. me, Conrad. That's okay. by no means a you faulting. The biggest thing is Dak um, and Austin Eckler and Travis Kelsey. Those are probably going to be your three breadwinners this year if I had to pick. Um, so do you believe in Dak? Eckler, you know, it's always kind of the next hot thing with running backs. A lot of first-round running backs don't do – fantastically in their following year. You know, it's a lot of hit or miss. If we could predict that Josh Jacobs would finish as the RB over one, as the RB one overall, I don't think anyone would put money on that. Um, So, you know, taking a running back in the first is always risky, especially I've been burned about that fairly recently. Um, Miles Sanders, a lot of potential. Debo, you know, plays on arguably the most versatile offense behind Kansas City. That's a great pick. Uh, and then, obviously, you know, Travis Kelsey. Enough said. It's Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, the only thing that would stop him would be an injury. And even then, you know, I don't even think it would stop him. He's just he's so good at this point. So, and then, you know, it's a lot of just rando players on the bench. It kind of filters in and out. I don't necessarily hate any of them. You know, I would love to have probably every player on my bench in some capacity. Maybe not DJ Chark. Maybe not Wandale Robinson. DJ Chark uh, currently projected zero points, but he's not even injured. So just let that. He, he is injured. He did, he did get he injured, injured as of recent. It just says Q. That does not mean anything. He, he, re- injured, he got injured as of But, you know, I don't hate the team. That was my 15th and 16th. I never, ha- I never have hated the team. Um, it's just 
this is a team that's going to depend on Eckler, Kelsey, and Pre- Dak Prescott. So, you know, Conrad's the one to make very savvy trades. I'm sure we're all going to get texts throughout the season being like, bro, you need this trade. I don't even really need this trade. <laughs> you need this. You need this. Uh, the amount of times I was gas, I was gaslit into trying to give him Kyle Pitts for a bag of Lay's potato chips was ridiculous. Last and it would have done you well if you would have done it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Jack. You know what? I'll save my full team analysis for when I get to my boys. Might take a no, while to get to my boys. Number we'll one over. That. Number one overall. Well, I, well Metcalf. Riley, I, I'll, just, I'll just. I want to say in. a bit in response, and then Metcalf, okay. you can say something. Uh, just my res- my name was mentioned, uh, so I get the thirty second response. Uh, <laughs> That's a fun little throwback to the all- <laughs> good times we had tonight. <laughs> all, all I want to say about what some of what Jack. I'll just respond to what Jack said. Um, I personally, on the Dak note, um, I do think that he's consistently undervalued in fantasy because fuck those Cowboys. And also, um, he, he likes getting injured. Yeah, the Cowboys he's, he's had some injury issues. history. But he is, at the end of the day, the longest tenured quarterback on any team. And he has so many weapons. Is that true? He is. Is that true? Mahomes That's, is the second longest tenured. It's crazy because I still think of Dak as like a young a guy. A pretty young guy. But right? it's like we, I've went to his. This is for the FBLA boys in, oh, yeah. in the chat right now. We went to the Cowboys locker room beginning of junior year, so nice. It would have been fall. that was a while ago. It would have been fall of 2016. That that was his rookie year, so you know seven uh, years. However, despite that, I also intentionally drafted a quarterback who I think has a good floor at that level because um, I'm not necessarily a huge Anthony Richardson believer, but I do understand what his ceiling is, um, and I want to give that a chance to ride. So it might not be anything this year. I might drop him by week three but also i might have him set up for my qb down the stretch um also on the eckler point uh again we're playing this year not last year but eckler has shown consistently every year he's doubted and every year he comes out there and he finishes with the top three finish uh he's in a dynamic offense um and in other leagues i think he's perfectly fine being the number one guy off the board um and then the last thing i'll say is the scary terry thing uh it was indeed a toe injury and it was negative, and he will for sure be ready for the first week. And those commanders, boys, I might be saying this is a DC guy, but be ready to be They're surprised. Hyped. They're hyped. Be ready to be They're surprised with these commanders this year. I think Chase Young is going to be like the make or break point for the commanders. I, if, I, he can have an all, if he can have a Pro Bowl year, All Pro year, I think they could easily go to that NFC Championship. Oh, easily go to the NFC Championship? Okay, if I'm not he, as big on the... If, if he has an All-Pro year. If, okay. he's, if he has an All-Pro Okay, yeah, and I'll just say, I'm, I'm very excited about, about my whole team. I think they're all in great situations. They're all in winning teams, and they're all the best of the second-best players in their team. So I'm excited about my boys, and I'll get more into that when I get to them. But Metcalf, any thoughts? Well, just a quick that. I wouldn't call Carolina a winning team, but Okay, that's fine. Skipping over Miles Sanders. Um, <laughs> well, you specifically brought him up, so... Um, yeah, I know I did. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, so, like, it's so hard to judge the team that has Travis Kelsey every year because that's not – it's a unicorn. So, like, you almost have to look at him as your wide receiver you, one. You get, like, a free you, 10 you, points you, you, every week. You make him your wide receiver one, and which pushes just by, you know, simple Matthew or McClure into your tight end slot, and that is a huge ceiling for a tight end. So, I mean, your receivers I like a lot. I think Sanders is a question mark. Eckler's a man. Uh, best pick on your team is, of course, Young Hoku. Of course. And uh, that's, that's my thoughts. Okay, well, thank you for those thoughts. All right. Well, I can't say I was expecting that, but um, uh, I'll go to my number seven now. I have Sam Tordy at my number seven. Ooh. Um, this is Tordy's first year in the league. Um, if the standing, if the schedule doesn't change that much, it'll be my first matchup with the league. 
Um, yeah, I mean, we're getting to the place where, again, everyone's pretty tight at this point. I think a pretty fair, even draft. Um, of course, Tordy had who I think is the worst pick of the draft. Deshaun uh, Watson? In the fifth, I think? That's, yeah. And with Burrow fifth. kept in the seventh. That is was egregious. Is that, egregious. That, I'm sure his team would probably be in my top five easily if he would have picked literally anyone else that was going in that position. Um, he does have one of arguably the most exciting stack in all of fantasy with uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Oh, my God. It, you really – it does not get better That's than so that. That's so exciting. I told Tordy – I was like, there is not a chance in hell that I will ever get one of these players. We're going to have opposite picks the entire round. Take Jamar Chase. If he yeah. is there, you got to take Jamar That's Chase. That's an awesome stack. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow stack is ridiculous. I mean, that that's a game winner probably like four weeks easily. Because if, if one goes off, the other does. You know? I also know Aaron Jones is a homer pick. However, I really like him this year. I like the Packers this year. I'm higher on the Packers than most people are. Jordan uh, loves nasty. Ramondre, I'm a little worried about Zeke being in town. I don't think either of them are going to be as good as they would otherwise would have been. DeAndre Hopkins, everyone knows the Titans is where all-star wide receivers are going to die. So a little it's worried true. about that. It's but true. all things considered, most of his guys are in pretty good situations to great situations. He's got, of course... The Trojan, Michael Pittman, shout out Adam Kistler. Um, yeah, uh, probably one of the worst benches in the league, um, if not the worst. Uh, with, I like his bench. With Voldemort sitting there. Um, no one no one on his bench, I think, is starter-worthy on any team in the league. Um, so, all things considered, I don't, I don't love this team, but I really, really, really love Burrow, Chase, and Aaron Jones, which is... Um, which is an, enough by, them, by themselves and enough balance everywhere else for me to say this is... Right, right in the middle of the pack at number seven. I, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Ooh. I would say at my number seven is the nicest guy in the league, Adam Kissler. Mm. Yeah. Uh, wow. Is that a Ooh. hot take? That's that is a hot, a hot take. Two straight hot takes from Mr. Spencer. That's a hot take for you? I'd love Can- to see you tell me why Adam has a below average team. Cam Akers is purely irrelevant. Um, mainly that I also don't like the flex spot. I think Richard White is meh. I th- I mean, it's kind of the same thing where it's like there's a lot of question marks all around. There is a chance that I wasn't super high on Josh Allen this year. So that's, that's a personal take, mainly because of the Stephon Diggs potential holdout that's coming. Uh, Cleveland should be fine. The RB2 is essentially a non-factor with Cam Akers. You know, that's someone you could probably find in the free agent pool by week two. Are you high, You're higher on Cam Akers? I'm uh, definitely higher than you are on Cam Akers. I don't know. That's okay. Um, Calvin Ridley, a lot of potential there. He moves well. T. Higgins as well. But, you know, with T. Higgins, it's going to be him not being the wide receiver one. Yeah, so, that's true. That's, I mean, he would be probably a first-round pick if Jamar Chase decided to tear his ACL in week one two of preseason or something, you know. Uh, George Kittle, a lot of mouths to feed in that offense. Yeah. Kind of another issue. The same thing as T. Higgins. Honestly, kind of the same with Calvin Ridley. Um, And then I just think the bench is so meh besides Jahan Dotson. Um, Jahan Dotson. That's what I – did I not say Jahan Dotson? Jahan, but it doesn't matter. I like that. Sorry. Um, Dalvin Cook has potential, but you know, I think they would all—they were always going to favor Brees Hall. So, Mr. Metcalf, any thoughts? Yeah, I think Adam has the best team in the league. Uh, 
Uh, here, here. Dalvin Cook and Jahan <laughs> Dotson on your bench. That's all you got to say. Those are two guys I think would start on a lot of teams. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll say my thoughts on Adam when we get to him, and that will give will we'll take a bit. Um, at my number six is the man sitting across from me, Mr. Spencer. Um, Jack, uh, you, despite a slightly below average finish in the combine, I think you got you ended up getting a, a pick that you wanted if I don't if I recall correctly. What didn't you draft twelve? No, you drafted ten, right? I w- yeah. So I drafted ten with Justin was, Jefferson as your keeper. Yeah, I was prepared to take just whatever the lowest pick was, uh, which is honestly good that I edged out to get eighth in the combine because not a whole lot changes. I pretty much either get like all right, all right, all right, all right. It's okay. What, Jack? <laughs> I don't like. I don't dislike your team. I, I in fact like your team a bit. Um, I, I obviously Justin Jefferson. I mean, who else would you take to be the wide receiver one in fantasy this year? Probably will be someone else, but he's best best odds you could have. Um, Justin Herbert. Uh, it's I kind of. I'm a little. I'm a little triggered from having Justin Herbert as my quarterback last year. Big disappointment, but um, I mean, there's no reason he won't thrive this year. Um, and then Garrett Wilson. As the wide receiver, too, goes hard. Best wide receiver. Pretty decent bench, too. I know that you're a guy that cares about your bench, um, and I think that your bench will continue to be strong. However, um, I think some things that are question marks for me is I love him. I have his jersey, but you went so early on Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco is... I I picked him before, like... No, he would have been gone in the fifth. Easily. He's going in the seventh round right now. He would have gone in the fifth. All I'm saying is Easily. you really reached on Isaiah Pacheco. And I think that... Conrad, look me in the eyes and tell me he would have not gone in the fifth. I, I have no idea. I don't know how people would have behaved in their drafts. In their draft I, well, I guarantee I picked him one before Dawson. Jack, what I know I'm is just... you love young players and you just loaded your team with a bunch of young players. So you got what you wanted and it's a pretty good team. Um, I guess another... Thing that raises an alarm. I know you don't really care that much about tight ends, but Godert's a pretty bad pick. Oh, you think he's a bad pick? I just I don't like any piece of I don't like the guy who's the third option behind AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. I think their offense is going to be good enough regardless. <sighs> um, I know you've already got a chance to defend them pretty much this whole time I've been explaining it, but um, yeah, in general, I think that this team is it doesn't particularly move me, but it's hard to find too many holes. Hmm. I uh. I think Justin Jefferson and Garrett Wilson will have strong potential to carry me through the season. So Okay. Yeah. Make uh up. it's gonna depend on Herbert if he can be top yeah. five no, or that's not top true. five. I think that's it like true. it's really Herbert, Herbert has a QB one ceiling and like a QB twenty floor even without getting injured. Yeah, I really like it's Justin Herbert or bust. Yeah. Um Riley, you got some takes? Uh I think Jack has the best receivers in the league. I hate his running backs. You don't um, like you don't like Isaiah Pacheco. We both have his jersey, but I we ha- I hate both of them. So uh, I see a trade in Jack's future. Let me let me. <laughs> say, I'm not trading you, Justin Jefferson. Um, I'm I'm not saying with me or what you would trade. I just I see a trade in your future because you're gonna need a running back. And Mech has got hell of running Let me let me say I mean, this you, about my you got running. Like Jamal Williams in your flex, he's he's only useful for like the first four weeks of the year. Yeah, but then I have you know Tajay Spears coming on down. That's a, oh, you have a backup running back behind Derek. <laughs> <Henry>. I Rashid. <laughs> I have Rasheed Rice, Raheem Mostert. I Raheem Mostert. He's a most start. Rasheed Rice is a receiver. You're defending your running back to the receiver. 
This is for the flex position. Whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, because both of those running backs aren't going to get hurt around a bye week. Right? All right, let's let's slow it down. <laughs> um, lastly, the reason I have those running backs specifically is because I think they both pass the eye test with flying colors. They do. Um, I will say I can't really speak to the Seahawks. It's going to depend on how their wide receivers are, but. I think it's. I think we can all pretty much agree that Pacheco is the second best um, offensive weapon that Mahomes has behind Travis Kelsey. I don't think any of the wide receivers are better than him with the ball in their hands. We've all seen this. Uh, it's the old phrase of he runs like he hates the grass. Like I think he passes the eye test with flying, flying colors, and I am more than happy to select him in the fifth. Well, Jack. I- uh, I guess we'll see how high up you rank them. Um, it's always—it's never a talent with RB1 and RB2 on my team. It's always just going to be, will they get the touches? It's time for me to give flowers to someone who <laughs> has not been getting a lot of flowers recently, and I think kind of deserves it. I got Will Frank at number five. Uh, I'm sure he was expecting to hear his name long before now because the algorithm and ESPN are both very low on him, and I could tell deep down he was a little hurt by that. Aren't we on six? No. Who is your six? Oh, yeah, sorry. I already said my six. Who's your six? We can, oh, wait. mine was Will Frankie, so let's just... Oh, okay, well, yeah, that's a great time to yeah, talk about Yeah, let's just keep it going. Great, yeah. yeah. Jack's six is Will Frankie. He's my five, so we'll both talk about him right now. You go first. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. your boy. You uh, go first. Will, he's a great guy. You know, life of the party. Love, love being around the guy. <laughs> this is nothing against him. I'm just, I'm just, I just, I just, this I just gotta, not positive. I'm just, I'm just trying to find his team real quick. Oh, he's new time. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a great year, in my opinion. Okay. Mixon and Harris, great. Alave and AJ Brown, fantastic. Evan Ingram, yeah. Christian Watson, pretty good. Um, you know, it's a lot of like kind of middle of the pack to high ceiling guys. You know, uh, it's really going to come down to his wide receivers here, in my opinion. Um, Because the bench is not fantastic. Like, it's... Yeah. It kind of falls off after the top three. You know, if one of them gets injured, it's going to be a lot of plug. Um, Yeah. I mean, the biggest reason he's not higher is because of his bench. I just really, really do not like the bench. I personally, I'm not sure if I would trade, like, any of these players besides, like, Javante Williams for someone on my bench right now. For me, I, yeah. and I, I know that I know that it's we're kind of straddling the five and six right now, but I'll talk about my five. Will Frankie, um, I, I don't, there's nothing particularly special that I think about the rest of his team, but the core four of fantasy, your two RBs and two wide receivers, really like all these guys. I think Joe Mixon, even though we drafted him a little bit earlier than where he was going, I think he's the best value at ADP this year as far as the high round guys go. I think that he is prime for a really good situation this year. Uh, Najee Harris uh, had a nice turnaround last year. I personally picked uh, Debo instead of Najee because I just I think Debo looks a lot better on the field than Najee, and I like rooting for Debo more. But um, Najee Harris just is can be a great fantasy asset, and even if he has a slow start, I can see him getting it going. Chris Olave, I mean, his ceiling is pretty much the best wide receiver in fantasy football. Oh. I think this was this was Jack. You were reaching Chris Olave all year last year. Um, yeah, this is. This it was then he traded him, so no. Best wide receiver is like that's is, a lie. This is the last. This is the best in fantasy. This is oh. the last year you could have drafted Olave this low, and he didn't draft oh, yeah. him at all. But in your other drafts, I would Olave. I'm targeting him in all my drafts, and then AJ Brown was the guy that I was 
really coin flip on between him and Kelsey. I ultimately chose Kelsey mostly because, oh. um, what? I think Adrian Brown in the third would have been elite. I, I ultimately did choose Kelsey because ultimately fantasy is about having fun, and I have they a lot. Did. I have I, a lot of fun rooting for Travis Kelsey. I, I totally agree with you. I think that's a great take. How do you feel that AJ Brown went at the eight AP, went at the current ADP of Travis Kelsey? Uh, I think that was a reach. Okay. I will say that it's interesting that that was his first guy off the board, but I think he totally salvaged that. I don't with, think that's a bad I, pick. Yeah, it was not a bad pick, but he, he totally salvaged it's, that, though, with the Joe Mixon pick and then the Joe Najee Mixon Harris. in the second was big. Yeah, yeah, so that's, it, it, that's I'm, not, I'm not even worried about that. Like, A.J. Brown's arguably his wide receiver, too, because, again, Chris Olave can just be that dude this year. Um, however, I will say, um, A.J. Brown, my only knock against him is there were some weeks last year, and there'll be some weeks this year, where Devontae Smith is the only guy getting big targets. The Eagles are bound for somewhat of a regression i'd say they were um, nasty last year and uh yeah in general asia brown i think is just one of the coolest players in the league he's awesome to root for he kind of had our number in the super bowl but um uh all things considered this is a solid core four um i don't know why i went so high on aaron Rodgers this year in fantasy i think he's gonna be fine because of garrett wilson baby he's gonna be fine uh metcalf any thoughts on the man of the hour well yeah i disagree with you about aaron Rodgers. uh that's my biggest take on him i think he's being undervalued because the fantasy as a whole is undervaluing rogers like he's and the man won two mvps in like the last three years like he, he's a damn good quarterback and i think he was just so mentally done with green bay i don't even think it was physical so I think he's going to pop back off. It's like he has a bunch of young wide receivers. He he won't be QB1 because he doesn't have the legs that he used to have. But, like, he could easily end up being a top five, top ten quarterback, in my opinion. Hundred, hundred percent. All right. Um, Let's move on to my number five. That was me. That was you. Okay. So we're Uh, actually pretty close on you. Yeah, I wasn't – I didn't put him – or I didn't put myself – too too high. Uh, mainly, what, let me ask you what you didn't like about your draft for you to put yourself not in the top three. If I would have gotten Jameer Gibbs instead of Kenneth Walker, I would have rated myself as the top team. Wow, that's that how, much of a difference that, between Jameer Gibbs I, and re- Kenneth Walker. Jameer Gibbs is just like so much more. Honestly, the biggest thing is Jameer Gibbs doesn't have Zach Charbonnet right behind him. Okay, in my opinion, um, okay. and he, he catches more, but like. I am fine with my draft. I think it's good. I mean, I don't think anyone could argue that I don't have the best starting wide receivers in the league. And, you know, that helps a lot more than it hurts. So I'm content with it. I'm not mad at it. Those are two huge, huge trading pieces after – I hate that I have to admit this, but hard knocks really helps Garrett Wilson's case. Got a lot of screen time. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a fine team. I'm not mad at it. Um, and I also really like my bench. I have a lot of players I like. And so I'm probably going to hold on. You do on. have the biggest bench in the league, right? I am going to hold on to those until you have to. two weeks. Okay. I might not start a defense. I'm debating it. This guy. Um, it's, it's a very – there's a very decent – chance i just do not start a defense jack really you really like kneeling for the flag right now he's yeah. like making a stain on his anti-defense I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't start a kicker too you're against kickers no kickers three point defense is like meh but kickers okay. you'll get some you'll get some points Metcalf, have you already shared your thoughts on yes. your next team yeah um jack i've already told you about your team um i think in general i i really do think you have a smart approach to fantasy i think it's hard for a lot of people to pick guys that you haven't seen a lot of tape on, but I think you always... Tajay Spears in the ninth, baby. <sighs> you, you like Such taking a, a chance reach. on those boys? Such a reach. No, Cameron said he was going to take them right after. Well, Cameron's also bad at fantasy football. 
Um, I think we can move on to number four. Um, Better than you, bitch. Who we just <laughs> mentioned, a guy who's in the Golden Jacket Club, so don't talk shit on him, Mr. Anthony Cameron. Hey, this anti-Italian discrimination. <laughs> no, who's your father? I, I will say, Cambo, uh, I feel a little influenced by this because I had a lot of input on Cambo's draft picks, um, and I think that he made the right decision pretty much every time. Um, even though, you know, drafts are about the cards you're dealt, not necessarily which card you play. But um, in general, I just, man, I love, when, when I open the fantasy app and I see Lamar and Derrick Henry leading the squad, that fires me up. Great wide receiver room with Amon Ross, St. Brown, and C.D. Lamb. Easily can challenge Jack for the best wide receiver. Jack and, uh, I believe, Dawson have the top three with Cambo for the best two wide receivers. Um, yeah, Chris Godwin, you know, everyone's kind of fading the Buccaneers this year. I think they'll be a horrible team, but Chris Godwin has been able to do it with so many different quarterbacks, so I think he'll be fine. Um, he's got Zach Charbonnet, who I think could really go crazy off the bench this year. He brought back old Brees Hall. He has Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's got... Um, Just got injured. Tyler Boyd, who if he played in the AFC Championship, would have beaten the Chiefs. Not like we had a bunch of injuries. No big deal. Um, yeah, I just, man, I really like Lamar this year. I think people are, for some reason, fading Derrick Henry because they think the wheels are about to fall off on him. I, I have nothing bad to say about Campbell's team. There's, it, there's a few things about it that's, like, a little, I guess, on the weak side, I guess, like the tight end. And, but, like, in general, this is, this is just a great team, and I, I like it a lot. I, I mean, I agree. I, I don't have him at this pick, but I have him a little higher. I think it's fantastic. Um, I mean, not even needing to start Brees Hall this first week would be yeah. crazy. That, and he, that's going to be a situation. Like, if he can slide in. I mean, Dalvin Cook's obviously not fun. For to be for a Brees Hall owner, but I mean it's not bad. I think there's a lot of uh, really good potential in the bench. Uh, Lamar Jackson's huge. Obviously, we all know the impact of running quarterbacks. I don't know. It's not a bad team. I will say he's probably he's probably third wide rec- starting wide receivers um, with me, Dawson, and him. Okay. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, it's just really nasty. It's just like an all-around good team. Probably consistent points. Tight end's a big question, but like, who isn't a big question? Uh, don't the tight end's not a big question. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I have a little higher, so I'll just have that be my piece for Anthony for now. Um, my next well, team. Oh. Let's give Mike some thoughts. On oh, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, some. My thought some is um, about his receivers. I and I always have it. I'm a CD hater. <laughs> I mm. think he's kind of a bum at times. CD's nuts, man. I think he, he's way too egotistical. And he, he quits on routes, and I also just don't like Dak. Mm. Uh, so I'm a CD hater. Um, and then the other thing is I'm really concerned about the culture in his locker room, having Kyler Gamer Murray down there in the locker room. I just worry <laughs> about the influence he's going to have on this team and that, you know, his boys aren't going to be watching film and stuff. They're going to be playing you know, too much Warzone. So I'm That's concerned. Fair. I would probably not have him on my bench, but, you know, Cam's his own man. Teach their own. Um, Jack, who do you have at number four? I, uh, at number five... No, we're at number four. Oh, yeah, we're at number four right now. At number four, I had Dawson. Um, pretty much, I mean, I agree with everything... Oh, wow. I agree with everything you were saying. I just think Jameer Gibbs is gonna play great. Oh, yeah, um, I love Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, I love, I mean, this is just me in general for the NFL draft, like, if I was a team. Selecting, like, a stud running back in the first round is sick. That's yeah, like right. Yeah, if we had gotten Jonathan Taylor, we would have been like big chilling for a while. I think that's true. That was just a horrible pick. And there's yeah, to it. I mean that's 
that's just running backs in general these days. You're scared. You're scared of the tread. Um, but I like Dawson's team. I mean, again, I will say I think a lot of the teams are around the same level, right? Except for you know a handful. <laughs> um, I think it's yeah. I think it's a good team. Justin Fields was a great keeper. Um, arguably best wide receivers in the league. I think it's just kind of come down to opinion for me or him. Um, Hawkinson, good pick, especially if he doesn't even have any Giants players on his team. Or not Giants, Vikings players on his team. Just an overall good team. A lot of a lot of hype coming from DeAndre Swift. MVS could potentially be... What hype is coming from DeAndre Swift? People are liking his camp. I've heard a lot of reports on DeAndre Swift's camp. Um, and then I will say MVS is, you know, probably our wide receiver one, day one. Oh, I didn't even get to say, Rasheed Rice is goaded. He's on my team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I should have said this earlier, but it was a minus 10,000 stone cold lock that Dawson would walk away with Tyler Lockett. <laughs> and, and, and can't guard Mike. And of course, that's Slay, crazy. Man. That's a crazy. What's fun about that pick. one is that's one of the few picks of the day where we just bullied someone into taking a player. Yeah. <laughs> we basically just yelled at him to take Slant Man. So uh, kudos to you, Dawson, for succumbing to peer pressure. Uh, okay, well that's great, Metcalf. Well, we are now in our podium finishes. It sounds. Oh like wait, you have yourself now. By 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 Jack oh, and I. By my math, Jack and I only have one shared guy in the podium. I know hi. Jack has him, but I've got three. Zach Telford. Oh, um, I think we had him at two last year. He ended the season. His performance, I think, was at the four or the three. Either way, Telford, always always good to have a pretty high floor. Has not yet won a playoff game. Many forget this. That's crazy. He did you do very well. You think of him as such a schemer. Yeah. But, no, you know. he has not been on. Metcalf was the latest stopper to As the plans. resident can't hang <laughs> participant of this past Bros Arcs. You know, yeah, bro, Telford, you puking before Tanky was like plus eight hundred. So yeah, that's crazy. That was bad. That puking, was a tough moment. Puking both days was was bad, Telford. Telford, I I do have you as number three. Um, again, I mean, I my number four was Cambo, and I didn't have any issues with his team. I don't I don't have a lot of issues with your team. I I do not like Kirk at QB one, but you did wait on QB one. I mean, you have Kirk and Jordan Love, who I both think have pretty low ceilings. So I don't think that. I think QB play is going to be a struggle for you all year, barring a big trade. Um, Tony P, arguably best value at keeper. That was pretty insane. Um, Tyreek, number one overall, did not like that. I love Tyreek this year. I I will happily target him if I have a mid-round pick. But there's a reason that there's a clear tier of four players that are above everyone else this year. Tyreek is not in it. Telford, I'm not really sure why you went number one overall. I think you tr- we're just trying to dig on us for getting first place in the combine. Yeah. but I At think- least if you want Tyreek... Number one, if you want him as your first round, take the third overall. Yeah, one of the craziest picks of the day. Yeah. DK Metcalf, wide receiver two, that was very solid. Just outside. Of course, of course he is. Metcalf's cousin, of course. Mm-hmm. James Conner is a guy that a lot of fantasy analysts are big on this year. I'm personally, I do not want to touch anyone on the Cardinals this year. I just, especially a guy like James Conner, the kind of guy who gets injured like week nine and the team doesn't really touch that because they're like, well... We're not doing anything this year anyway. Um, so I'm kind of low on him. Um, Mike Evans, I think, again, people are falling off on these Tampa wide receivers. But I think Ugh, he's gonna Baker's eat. not that good. But I, these, these guys can eat. Mark Andrews, every year, is kind of undervalued. He His ceiling is tight end one, even though we all know Kelsey's the best tight end in the league. Brian Robinson has not been shot yet this offseason, so he, Ooh, he, he, he should be start. better. Great he, he should be better. Um, and then he's got, a, he's got a running back named Tank. 
to start running back. Quinton yeah. Johnson's sick. That's a good pick. This is just like this is pick. just a sick team. I mean, Jordan it, Love's great. That's it. That's that's the pick you want to make if you have Kirk Cousins as your as your QB one. Interesting take, but okay. Oh, you don't like Jordan Love this no, year? No, well, I, I I love the Packers this year, but I think that both of those guys have pretty low ceilings, as I just said. So I don't think that. Either of them. Jordan Love's young, so I don't theoretically think his season could be. How young is he? He's driving like four years. Yeah. <laughs> Come He's on young now. in potential. He's, we were like still underclassmen uh, in college when he was drafted. Um, I agree, I mean, I agree with all your takes. I, I okay. Like, in general, I. Um, who, well, who do you have as uh, your uh, number three? Oh, can I interject on Telly's team? Oh, for yeah. sure. Um, my only thought on Telford's team is that. Um, he is projected the most points week one, <laughs> and as we all know, teams always score what they are projected to score. So we do so need congratulations to. to him for winning week one against my trash boys, and for winning the league because he's projected the most. So yeah, um, that was flash really fly forever. Oh yeah, he hang the banner. That was really cool to win preseason hang. champions. Zach he, he actually Telly, hang the banner. Actually, get a ring, Telly. Most projected points. So. Telford literally won preseason champion because he's got the most projected points. He got first place in the combine <laughs> and. He's final signing projected number one. So Ooh, uh, that whole year, we'll see how clown he is for falling, how far he falls from number one. I don't have him staying at number one, but we all know I think no, Telford's a pretty good no. fantasy player. I mean, honestly, I feel like people just underrate QBs. As the I think they underrate on. QBs. Yeah. I think they underrate QBs. Jack, I mean, who do you have at number three? So I camera at three. Okay. That's and that, I mean, yeah, we, we, we discussed uh, Cameras team. Okay, you have any thoughts before... The, I was just, I mean, again, solid. a lot of a lot of these picks were just kind of where they were. And then I have okay. Telford at two. Okay. Telford at two. Any, your, will you have any additional thoughts on Telford? No, I agree. I agree with everything that was said. We both have him, like, fairly high. Okay. Very uh, well. I do want to say that he's, you know, the winner of this year because he had the most projected points for week one. <laughs> <laughs> I got my boys at number two. Um, I feel pretty good about That's this one. That's a bit of a homer take. I feel, I feel pretty good about this one. Um, I, he was doing this last year, too. You know, it's <laughs> I would not have picked a better draft pick for myself than number three with a Kelsey keeper. Uh, I thought I was for sure going to get Tyreek, but instead I got Austin Eckler, which, again, to me, could easily be the first guy off the board. I don't want to repeat too much of my talking points, so I'll talk on the guys I didn't talk about. Uh, for as good of a year Cooper Cup had two years ago, Debo Samuel had the second best wide receiver w- year ever. Now, I am aware that Christian McCaffrey's in town now. I argue that they increase each other's chances. We also know CMC can be a bit injury prone. So, so, that, so is Debo? Debo can be a bit injury prone, but he's less prone to get the big hits like CMC is. So, in general, I'm not too worried. I just, I love those two wide receivers. And Miles Sanders is RB2. I don't particularly love, but apparently everyone else is on him. I, I guess we'll see how they do. Again, as Metcalf said, I don't like drafting guys who are in bad team situations in Carolina with the exception of... Uh, uh, actually, I can't think of... They have a rookie QB, so I guess that's exciting. But it's not a very exciting team that this year. You so Bryce Young's name? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't coming to me. Um, yeah. He was a guy, Heisman Trophy winner, Bryce Young. Heisman Trophy winner, <laughs> Bryce Young. Um, yeah, I just... I, I'm not... I don't look at Miles Sanders and get excited about that pick, but... He was the best guy for that position. All things considered, though, when I'm looking at my team, usually, when you, as Metcalf said, Travis Kelsey's a hard guy to rank. And usually when you draft Travis, the reason I never have Kelsey is because when you have him, the rest of your team looks really shaky. And I feel like this is one of the only teams I've ever seen that's got after the draft that has Kelsey and does not look shaky elsewhere. Because, well, my God, Kelsey, depends on your view of Dak Prescott. Kelsey is arguably the best example in fantasy of High floor, high ceiling. Arguably the best in fantasy. Yeah. Um, he's he's an absolute asset, and the tight end position can be a headache. Tight end position can be a headache all year long. Um, and no, 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 no. 
I was just raising my hand. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Mr. Metcalf, I'd like to chime in. But, uh, yeah, all things considered, I really like this team this year. Um, it's not my number one. I think you guys can guess who it is by now. But um, I, it's, I, I'm, oh, I'm, I know I'm, who it is. I'm probably going to trade a bunch of these boys. But, um, but I, man, Eckler, Debo, and Kelsey, let's ride. I think uh, I think it's so a very average things. team. I really do. I think Prescott's mid. Miles, this, <laughs> this guy, the QB, he has to raise his hand. No, no, no. I'll we'll I'll we'll be quick. Uh, QB this is tyranny. QB one, RB two, and wide receiver two are all so ungodly mid um, that I think it's gonna bring you down like considerably this year. But you should call it Debo Samuel mid. No, I said your wide receiver two is mid. Oh, so Miles Sam Sanders and Terry McLaurin. <laughs> But it's all kind of made up for by the fact that you have Travis Kelsey. So Travis Kelsey doesn't get injured and ha- continues to do what he's been doing for the past, like, what, 10 years-ish? Um, tight end one, tight end one, tight end two, tight end one, tight end two. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's... He's, he's him. He's, yeah, we've all known this. But um, if he can do that, then I think you're in prime shape. Okay. Um, Riley, you got a take? Yeah, well, I had a couple that you cut off. Um, <laughs> I'm more than happy to cut off your takes, you're a bastard. Okay, uh, first of all, Connor, uh, to your point about the roster construction, um, I think the reason that it looks still good with Kelsey is the fact that you got him in the second. Like it's a very rare thing. For, frankly, I don't know how he fell last year to the second. That was a mistake. People were scared. That was dumb. Um, so I think that's why your roster doesn't look as screwed as it could be with Kelsey. The other thing is just. As someone who had Debo last year, I was often very frustrated with him because there's just so many people to get touches to in that offense, and he was a little injury prone. But I was he always has the potential. But I was frustrated with him last year. I was not going to take Debo at all this year. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I passed on him. Yeah, yeah. I I will say that I drafted a lot of guys that I'm going to actually want to hang on to this year, and I I trade a lot, so I'm probably going to have to trade these guys. But I like rooting for a lot of these players, so it's going to be hard to let a lot of these guys go when it's time to inevitably trade. Um, Well, guys, we've reached the number one overall. Um, I think you can guess who mine is, so I'll say it. Yeah. It's Mr. Kistler. Oh. Now, Jack oh. had me and Adam, I think, at like, what, eight and seven? Um, I got me and Adam at two and one. Adam, I said it right after the draft, and the algorithm agreed with me, and all things considered, yeah, I think, I think Adam, Adam's team, I, it, it comes down to me, the late first round pick of Nick Chubb. I, I think Nick Chubb is, well, it doesn't, it doesn't just come down to this, but, I think Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, and CMC are the only guys that I expect to finish RB1 this year. Uh, I love Chubb this year. I'm going to be targeting him in my other leagues. Um, so he could finish with the RB1. Josh Allen, Jack says he's low on him. Everyone's kind of fitting the Bills. Fuck the Bills. But Josh Allen, we all know, very easily could finish as the QB1. Probably the scariest quarterback in fantasy to go against. Um, it's worse to go against Mahomes because you don't want to root against Mahomes, but mm-hmm. it's scary. It is scary to go against Josh Allen and his hurdling ass. It um, is. Cam Akers, you know, I hate the name, and he's been one of those guys who everyone he goes way too high every year, and he sucks. But I do think that he's going to have a good year this year. But Adam got him at a fine value, I think the fifth round or something. So that's fine. I'm fine with Would that. Would you rather have Pacheco or Cam Akers? I'd rather have Pacheco, but I will say this. I think that Cam Akers still will finish higher than Pacheco. I just like Pacheco. I like rooting for Pacheco. Um, and then... Calvin Ridley, we all agreed, I think, in the group chat that Calvin Ridley was the best keeper. He got him in the last round. Um, that ceiling is the, the moon, which is a nice pair with T. Higgins, who has a limited ceiling with Boyd, but with, uh, not Boyd, with Boyd, Jamar Chase. Honestly, Boyd as well. With Boyd as well, but with Jamar Chase. Um, and then George Kittle, everyone's, all the experts are fading him this year, but I think George Kittle is always, he's one of those few tight ends in fantasy where you never have to worry about the tight end slot. Rashad White, I also like this year. 
And then Adam's bench. Jack called his bench pretty mid, but I think Adam's bench is a lot of guys that be starting on other teams. Dalvin Cook, Gabe Davis, just John Dodson. Yeah, the bottom might fall off on a few of those guys, but those guys could flex on most teams. I love Adam's team. Oh, it's carrying two defenses. I, that's that's odd. That's gritty. That's very <laughs> gritty. The I only guys I would take for my bench on the scene would be Dalvin Cook and Jahan Dotson. I, I I really like Adam's team, and I'm not necessarily scared of Adam's team, but I think as far as roster construction goes, I think Adam's got the best team. I, Metcalf, uh, anything I'll say about Well, Adam I said it earlier. I'll say it again. I, I said when we discussed him earlier, he's the best team. Um, I just to share this story about Adam. He absolutely cocked me on Dalvin Cook. So um, we were sitting next to each other at the draft, and I was going to take Dalvin Cook. And Adam looks at me, and he was like, Metcalf, you know who's still out there? It's Dalvin Cook. You can get four running backs, kind of as a joke. And in my head, I was like, I'm taking Dalvin Cook. And then Adam, like two picks before me, just took him. And he was like, yeah, once I said it out loud, I thought it was a good idea. And I was like, you bastard. <laughs> I was going to take it. Oh, that's what, these little I, tales I would have had four, I would have had four these, bell cows. These tales we tell. You would have, you would have had to have traded with me once I had all the running backs. It really is the stories that bring us together, Riley. Jack, uh, who's your number one overall? Are you not been keeping track? Uh, I just want to know. Why don't you tell us? Uh, Mr. Samuel Torty is my current number one overall. The guy who drafted Deshaun Watson in the fifth round? You know, I will. I'm going to put Torty on blast. Torty had no idea of Deshaun Watson being a serial rapist. <laughs> he had zero. He, he, he had he no. He made that pick proudly. He had no idea that. Deshaun- we have a new Tampkin on our hands with Torty. I think we, we might have a, have a new Tommy. I mean, we remember... Oh, God. <laughs> Conrad, do you remember last year where it was like, I like the team but not the owner with yeah. Tommy? I think it's one, I think oh, it's, no. I think it's one of those things. Um, I trust Torty to hopefully listen to me. I, have, I would... Again, it's one of those things where it's like, it's beneficial for me or for, for me, for him to be competitive. Um, you know, just as like a league thing you know it's best that we're all doing our best um i don't know i just i think the joe burrow jamar chase stack is kind of unbeaten in 2023 fantasy football i just it's it's so good like it's oh it's so good i love ramondre i really i really really like aaron jones deandre hopkins is great i think his Floor is high, ceiling low. Um, it's going to depend on, like, if he's healthy the entire year, I think he'll finish as, like, definitely a wide top uh, 24 wide receiver, which would justify a wide receiver two position. Fryermuth, I think, was fine value. Um, I will say, if he had not done Deshaun Watson, I think we would both be sitting here today saying that Torty was our number one team overall this year. I mean, could you imagine this team with, like... Anyone else in that area? I mean, yeah, yeah look, look at any of the fifth-round picks. Could you imagine, like... I'm surprised that you aren't hitting on the DeAndre Hopkins wide receiver two pick and the Ramondre Stevenson RB two pick. Ramondre Stevenson would be fantastic as an RB two. He's got Zeke. Yeah, but Ramondre's so good. It's one of those eye test things. Okay. I, think, I think with running backs, it's a big eye test. Especially well, in the preseason. Well, guys... Um, we, we want to end every question this year with a question of the night or a question of the day, depending on what time we're recording. Right now it is 1127 Central, and uh, I don't know what these boys got to wake up for tomorrow, but your boy got to wake a up. A long day of unemployment. Hey, uh, hey uh, guys, I just have a... 
at the bowling. I'm sure. I'm sure Tamki's waiting for me. But um, I'll, I'll end with this. So, uh, Mecca, I don't know if you had a personal last place team in your rankings, but Jack and I both had Declan last place. The question of the night is, do you think you guys are both gamblers? Would you take the odds? Well, would you take the bet on Declan three-peating the second? Yes. That's who you have as your number one choice three, to yes, the second this year? Yes, 100%. I would love if it was anyone else just because I think it'd be funnier, but 100%. It's either going to be him or Torty. Oh, so you have Torty as the most volatile team in the league. I just think he's going to give up. And then oh, God. And, yeah. You think he's going to forget that there's a punishment? No, I think... Torty's living in a house with two degenerates. Well, let's not use the D word, Conrad. <laughs> uh, I just think Torty has a chance to make some dumb decisions. Mr. Metcalf, <laughs> do we think Declan's going to three-peat the second? I mean, what are the odds you're giving me on this? I'm not going to give you odds. Just let me know. Do you, do, do, would you... Declan versus the field? Uh, I'll take the field. You'll take the field, repeat? <laughs> yeah. I think I'll also take the field, and I think it's because you can't hold someone like Declan down for that long. I think I think what it might come down to is needing to change the team name and the logo. That SIG's been at the bottom of the league on the floor for a very long time. Oh, yeah. I don't see the SIG rising like it once did a couple years ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, when it comes to picking someone else, I mean, I guess he's my pick to finish in the Sacco, but... I don't see it happening this year. I think that, uh, I think Dichet, I don't think he's going to surprise much. I think Frankie much, could do it. I can see Frankie doing it. I can see for Frankie. I could see a Tamki. This could be the year Tamki This could be the year for Tamki. All things considered, though. Um, I would love to see Tamki. Tamki would be the funniest with the Waffle Challenge. I just have to say. If that's your question, who's the funniest to me, it's Tamki. <laughs> we will, I am going to request that whoever loses send their location to everyone in the chat, too. Confirm that they've been at a Waffle House the entire time. Well, they're going to have their Instagram live going the whole time. Interesting. So they got to uh, go to a. They got to go to a. Unless seat one with of you plug. trash ass boys with it not without an Instagram have to go, they want to figure something else out. For you. I do not have an Instagram, and neither I don't think Declan does. Neither does Declan. Tori does not. Tori. Tori has one. Either way, boys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, this has been a fun time, Metcalf. Um, thanks for rejoining us for another great year. Uh, I, I just, I can't say how much I love each and every one of these members in this group chat. Slash league, slash podcast viewer, podcast listening. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank yeah. you for spending a little under an hour and a half of your time listening to us. Just rant, say how good or trash AF your boys are. I couldn't do it. I <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, especially if you got to listen to our voices nah, all night. I'll be editing this tomorrow for about like three hours, but you know. Either way. It's a labor of love. <laughs> this has been Jack and Conrad joined by our boy Metcalf. We are only a couple of weeks away from the kickoff. We'll be talking to you next after the first week has been settled. Get excited. It's football time, and uh, good luck to all. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. When you hold me in your arms so tight, you let me know everything's alright.